Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 26 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there has been a lot going on in the real world and the world of sports uh, this week. So I felt, you know, I didn't drop a show on Monday because I felt like, you know, I didn't need to and it wasn't much to talk about. And I just felt like, you know, we all needed Monday to just, you know, chill out because, you know, first of all, man, rest in peace, Nipsey, man, Nipsey Hustle. Uh, father, businessman, entrepreneur, rapper, activist, man, whatever you want to call him, just rest in peace and it, it's a shame that somebody got murdered in their own hood at their own place of business, uh, it's a shame his life was cut short, so I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like I needed to drop a show on Monday, and I just wanted to, you know, give everybody time, uh, but, bat, it's Friday, it's Wrestlemania weekend, hey, hey, man, hey, Boy was on TV on Tuesday night Went down to uh, Smackdown The Go Home Show With a, a couple of my buddies We had a great time And I got some TV time And if you know You follow me on Social media You know You saw that So I was excited about that I've been going to WWE shows For almost 16 years And I finally got my shine, my shine on man But uh, We have a lot to get through today And when I say a lot I mean a lot There's a lot going on and I want to start off with uh, let's let's get started with the Rodgers and McCarthy, you know, the Green Bay situation. Uh, I want to talk about this because it's you know it's close to home. I'm a Packers fan, so a lot of this you know it 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 applies to me. Tyler Dunn of Bleacher Report wrote this article, and it was a good article. It was a long article, and uh, I'm I'm going to try to keep this as short as possible because I'm going to get pretty upset, but. Let's, you know, I'm a, we're going to go through the summarized version of it. So, let me hold on. Let me get to the Bleacher Report app. Entertainment. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Let's go. Tyler Dunn spoke to former Packers, players, coaches, and personnel about what... Now, when they say what really happened in Green Bay, we don't know. There's always multiple versions of the truth. So, we'll, you know, we'll take this with a grain of salt. But I, I for most of the part, I, I can see this being accurate. All right, here we go. Packers receivers ran the same routes for seven years. Rivals constantly knew what was coming. Rodgers changed about one-third of McCarthy's plays. I believe that. I believe that so much. I believe that so much because I've watched games where McCarthy's play calling has been dismal, boring, uh, questionable, to say, questionable to say the least, and it was just bad. And and as a quarterback at that high at that level, as a quarterback at that level, you get the right to do that. You get the right to do that, man. When something's not right and you see it's not right, you can't go out, out there, man, and just die on your shield. You gotta you gotta try to do something. You gotta try to do something. And so I I, I, I you know, I've heard stories of uh you know, like this past season, uh McCarthy sending in a play and Rogers like, nah, we running this. Because it's winning time. Like, we've seen different situations where McCarthy's play calling and it's just like, what are you doing? Prime example, 2015 NFC Championship game in Seattle. They on the one, like, before half, and they're kicking field goals instead of going for the touchdown. Go for the touchdown. Go for the touchdown. And, you know, they're running the ball. You can take it even a step further. Um... Was that 2014? Yeah. 
the the uh, the divisional game in in the cart at uh, in Arizona. After the hail mary, they score. Why not try to go for two right there? Why not keep your offense on the field? You got all the momentum in the world. Keep the the Cardinals are on the ropes. That was going to be the knockout blow. But instead, you go to overtime, and Rodgers doesn't even get back on the field. Poof, there goes the season. That's how fast that happened. Tough. Tough scene. What's next? Um, Money and star status gave Rodgers unprecedented power. Former Packers tight end Jermichael Finley quotes, Quoted, uh, he's not a natural-born leader. All right, let me tell you something. Jermichael Finley and Greg Jennings are two of the biggest clowns that I've ever laid my eyes on. Finley Finley says Rogers is toxic and ultra-sensitive. Bro, that just sounds like you're hating. Money? Money? You mad? You mad because 12 got that bag? Are you mad? Huh? That's what it sounds like. Bro, these two have been talking about 12 for years, bro. Years. I remember when the Packers were for, you know, about to run the table. Greg Jennings was just writing them off. And then had to eat his words when they went to the championship that year. Greg Jennings is a hater. Both of them. Both of them. Oh, my goodness. Man, listen. Rogers, if, if Rogers isn't a leader, a natural-born leader, whatever the hell that means. If Rogers is such a problem... How can how can a team rally behind him at four and six when he tells everybody that we're gonna run the table? How can a team be so confident in their quarterback after he tells us all to relax? How could a team watch their quarterback be carted off in the first game of the season last year and come back and rally against the Bears and win on one leg? That's not a leader. That's not somebody who loves the game. But he's ultra sensitive. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying it. That's that was my problem with this article. Going to get quotes from those two clowns, and it was. A, and let me tell you something. It was a lot of you know unnamed sources close close to the organization. All of y'all are frauds, and I think it's a lot of cap going on. Because if you're so confident about you know if you meant everything you said, you would just go in and put your name in the article. And I think everybody who hid behind their identity is a clown and shouldn't have been even given any type of validity or credibility. What's next, man? Former QB coach Alex Van Pelt challenges, challenged Rodgers and Rodgers respected him. But McCarthy felt threatened, so, so he let him go. So here we go. You're the head coach. You know your quarterback is a bit, not a bit, he's smarter than you. And that's the problem. Mike McCarthy thought he was the man in Green Bay. Mike McCarthy was not the man. Mike McCarthy, let me tell you something. Mike McCarthy, if you were the man, you would have a job right now. Mike McCarthy had one interview. There were eight, eight coaching jobs open this past offseason. Mike McCarthy only interviewed with the Jets. Mike McCarthy then said, you know what? I want to spend time with my family. I'm taking a year off. Nobody, you just didn't have any other choice. Don't try to spin it like you had all the options in the world. You didn't. You didn't. Green Bay 2.0 
as far as uh staff is out in Cleveland. They didn't even ring your phone. That's telling. That says something. They didn't even ring your phone, pal. What does that tell you? You are the problem. Tuh. What's next? McCarthy tried to, to demand more of Rogers as a man. He even told him to call his estranged mother. Rogers didn't want to hear. Bro, let me tell you something. What's going on with Rogers and his family is none of our business. I've been saying this for the past couple of years since, you know, his brother, Jordan Rogers, likes to run his mouth. Because he's a clown as well. He's also a clown. And Mike McCarthy is out of line for that. Why is that your business? I'm sure you guys talk. But that's not your business. You can't tell another man. First of all, if you can't tell a man how to successful. If you can't give the man a successful play to score. How the hell you think you're going to give him a successful way to heal his family? Mind your business, Mike McCarthy. Mind your business. That's a problem right there. Minding other people's business. You're a grown man telling another grown man what to do with his personal life. And you can't even help him with his professional wealth. Man. Let me relax. What's next? What's next? McCarthy needed a roster of veterans to keep Rogers in check. Instead, former GM Ted Thompson was falling asleep in meetings. I believe that 100% because Ted Thompson peaked a long time ago. A lot of Ted Thompson's draft picks are not even in Green Bay anymore. They're either out of a job or in other teams. The only one left on the team, Devontae Adams. Everybody's gone. Thank God for Mark Murphy. Mark Murphy, excuse me. Ted Thompson, joke. Ted Thompson's a joke. That whole, Aaron Rodgers is 35 years old. He's been to one Super Bowl and, a, and multiple NFC Championship games. There's no reason Aaron Rodgers doesn't have three or four rings right now. And this is why I get so upset when people don't see the difference between him and Brady. It's not about their skill. It's not about them. It's about their organizations. It's about coaching. Mike McCarthy thought he was Belichick. He thought he had a system. You don't. You didn't. It was 12. 12 was working that magic. We don't say, oh, here comes Rodgers and McCarthy, or here come the Packers. We say, here comes Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. That's what they say before the games. That's what they say. Nobody was ever scared of what Mike McCarthy could do. No coach ever feared Mike McCarthy. Bill Belichick puts the fear of God in coaches. Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft always made sure that defense was good enough for Brady to do and that offense to do what they had to do. I've never seen a Green Bay Packers playoff game end on a game-losing interception by Aaron Rodgers. You know what I have seen? The defense die on the field. I've seen that a lot. I've seen that defense go to overtime in Seattle. In, in, uh, in, in, um... In Arizona and lose. I've seen Green Bay defenses get ravaged by the Falcons in the NFC Championship game. I've seen that. I've seen injury-riddled teams have to get limped, limped to the NFC Championship game with Rodgers carrying them on his back. 
I've seen that. I've seen that. Never seen that from Brady. Brady's never had to do that. You know why? Because Robert Kraft, Belichick, they always made sure Brady was good. They never made sure Rodgers was good in Green Bay. They changed personnel. They changed coaching without his knowledge. And y'all expect him to be chipper? Y'all expect him to be like, oh, man, it's okay? How? No. No. No way. He has every right to be pissed. Every right to be disgruntled. Every right to be defiant towards management and the coach. Because y'all not respecting him. Y'all not, they were not respecting him. Ted Thompson, Mike McCarthy took Aaron Rodgers for granted like he's some regular quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest of all time. And that man has won one ring because y'all let Dean waste his good years with that with trash defenses. Thank God for Mike Pettin. Going into the offseason, bluffing in the draft, bluffing in free agency. Thank God for Mark Murphy because he did a great job this offseason. And I hope he has a good job, does another great job in the draft. Woo! What's next? What is next? McCarthy's gone. Oh, this is the end. Hold on, hold on. One more for, for Greg Jennings. Greg Jennings said, as much as Rogers is the problem, he's as much as a, he's, he's the solution. Of course, he's the, the solution. It starts with 12 and ends with 12. Y'all know that. Stop acting like that man like the GOAT, bro. Like he's some regular quarterback. You, This team, this organization is so torn because of past, you know, it's just like, it's so public. We wouldn't see anything like this happen in New England. I promise it's Fort Knox up there. I promise we would not see anything like this happen in New England. And I keep comparing the two because it's that easy. It's that easy to see the parallels between the two organizations. It is loving hip-hop Green Bay. It is. It's almost a reality show. It's sad. You got a once-in-a-generation quarterback, and he has one ring. What does that say about you, Mike McCarthy, Ted Thompson? It's not really his fault. Guys like Greg Jennings and Jermichael Finley so stuck in their feelings. Greg Jennings, you call somebody toxic. You know what's toxic, buddy? Going to the division rival because Green Bay wouldn't pay you. That's toxic, loser. That's toxic. But let me tell you something. I'm going to wrap it up here. And then we're going to move on. But I'm, 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 let me tell you something. Rogers, 12, listen to me, buddy. You're 35 years old. You got a new coach, young coach. You got 12. I mean, you got 17. You might get Jordy back if you make the call. Let that boy come home. You got Geronimo coming back. You got two studs in the backfield. And you might get, you got four new defensive weapons. And you might get some more defensive weapons in a new uh, receiver in the draft. You got a new lineman. This is it for you, bro. This is your year. Show the league and show these people that you weren't the problem and you aren't the problem because I know you're not. I know you're not the problem. And anybody with a right mind that's not dumb knows you're not the problem. So I'm going to tell you this right there, right, right, right here. If, if Aaron Rodgers makes that run this year, if the Packers make that run this year, and they go and they end up being in Miami in February, remember where it started. It started with 12 and it ends with 12. 
Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have finally made it to the final four of the NCAA Men's Basketball March Madness Tournament. And we're down to Auburn and Virginia, Michigan State, and Texas Tech. Listen, these four teams, they're here. They are here. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for the games and I'm excited for the championship on Monday. So, you know, we're going to break it down and, of course, make some predictions. So, let's start with Auburn and Virginia. Starting with Auburn. Haven't lost since February 23rd. That was the 90-53 L against Kentucky. Then they dropped 97 on UNC in the Sweet 16. Then they forced OT in a good game against Kentucky and get their revenge in the Elite Eight. So, this team, this Auburn team, they're a good team. They're a solid team, you know. They they lose they lose one player to injury, but their guards Jared Harper and Bryce Brown, you know, they 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 are the the backbone of this this team, especially that starting five. And it starts with them, you know. And uh, I I truly believe that this team is strong enough to compete with Virginia and get past Virginia. So let's take a look at Virginia. So they beat Purdue in that crazy overtime killer. I mean, uh, excuse me, overtime thriller. <laughs> uh. The key players we're looking at here is uh, Kyle Guy, DeAndre Hunter, and Ty Jerome. But let me tell you something. Kyle, Kyle Guy is a stone-cold killer. Stone-cold killer. Him and Edwards were going head-to-head those last couple of minutes in the second half against Purdue. And Kyle, Edwards didn't back, uh, Kyle Guy didn't back down. And I, I think he's going to be the, the key to winning this game. I think it'll come down to him. I think... If it's all on the line, I think he's the guy that you want on that team for that shot. And, you know, I I think that's going to be a great game. There's going to be a lot of offense in that game. I truly believe that. I think the more defensive game will be Michigan State and Texas Tech. So, uh, listen, man, it's Michigan State. You know, they're the Big Ten champs. Tom Izzo is a mad scientist. They defeated and exposed Duke. You got Cassius. You got McQuaid. Uh, those guys are great, good team, solid team. You know, they swept Michigan 3-0, won Big Ten Championship, have been just running through teams in the tournament. Solid team. Uh, they got the edge on coaching. And, uh, defensively, they're good. They're solid. You know, they know how to suffocate teams. But if anybody's suffocating anybody, it's Texas Tech. Texas Tech held Michigan to 16 points in the first half. They put Michigan in a chokehold. Put them in the chokehold. Size and defense. Uh, key players, it starts with Culver. Um, he leads the team and assists, rebounds, and points. And then you got uh, Tariq Owens. You know, these these guys are good. But the, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be defensive. I, I really think this is going to be a low-scoring game. And it's going to be ugly and gritty. And I think it's going to, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot of action in the paint. And uh, it's going to, you know, a lot of guys are going to have to step up. And I'm excited for it. Now, who wins this these games? Who is going to go to the championship? Hmm. I got Michigan State beating Texas Tech. And I got Virginia beating Auburn. And then I got Michigan State beating Virginia in the championship on Monday. There it is. That's it. That's my predictions. Once again, if you didn't hear me, Virginia over Auburn, 
Michigan State over Texas Tech, and then Michigan over uh, Virginia on Monday night. So let's see how it shakes down, ladies and gentlemen. We have made it to the Final Four. Okay, let's get into some boxing. That's what I would like to do. First, I want to start off with uh, my guy. My guy, I love Max Kellerman, man. I've been a Max Kellerman fan since the HBO days. I love Max. I watch his show. Now, Max did a top 10 pound for pound on the first. And, you know, it was on the first, so I thought it was April Fool's, but it wasn't April Fool's. He was he was dead serious. Now, a couple notable names. I will, you know, I will drop the names of the guys that most of you probably know. At number one, he's got Terrence Crawford. Number two, he's got uh, Vasily Lomachenko. Three, he's got Canelo Alvarez. Four, he's got Errol Spence Jr. And then at nine and ten, he's got Mikey Garcia and then Anthony Joshua. Okay, here we go. Here's my problem with this. First of all, Terrence Crawford is not the, the pound-for-pound best in the world. He's not number one. He's not number one. Number one is Vasily Lomachenko. Belts prove it. Best at his weight class. Only one loss, first fight. You know, it is it, it. You know, Terrence Crawford's undefeated, but he's not even a legitimate. He hasn't solidified himself as a legit welterweight yet. He hasn't fought any of the top welterweights yet. Not his fault, but hey, you haven't. So I don't think that he should be number one. No way. So Vasily should be number one, and then at number two, it should be Canelo. I don't understand why guys keep disrespecting Canelo's name, man. Stop! But y'all gotta put some respect on his name. He did his thing at 147, did his thing at 154, and now he's in the 160s. Now you know 154 to 168. You know he's done this multiple divisions. He and his only loss is against Floyd Mayweather. Beat Triple G, beat Shane Mosley, beat Miguel Cotto, like. He's he's beat all the names, he's beaten all of the names, man. Um, so I I definitely got, I'm I'm putting Canelo at number two, and once again, Terrence Crawford not a solidified welterweight. Errol Spence is number three, and then I put Terrence Crawford. So my one through four is Vasily, Canelo, Spence, then Crawford. Now nine and ten, nine and ten I'm cool with. You know, Garcia, Joshua is arguably the best heavyweight. You can say that. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree as far as that goes. But the top, the first four is a little shaky to me. First four is a little shaky. Not 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 seeing it uh, with the first four. Um, now, what was that? A couple weeks ago, last week, I was uh, a guest uh, on a, pod, a show of the champ side, big boxing page. I was a uh, sh- uh I was a guest on there, and we talked about uh, this month. This is a big month for boxing. Um, on April 13th, Clarissa Shields takes on Christina Hammer for all the belts uh, in the women's division. You know, at that, uh, in that weight, that's going to be a big fight. Then on April 20th, we've got uh, Teofimo Lopez and Shakur Stevenson fighting on that um, that. Uh, that Terrence Crawford card And also on the Clarissa Shields card We got Javron Boots Evans I mean Ennis On that same card So we got Young Stars Fighting in uh, April And we also got Danny Garcia Fighting April 20th as well uh, Along with Terrence Crawford So you know Listen 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 Let me tell you guys Boxing 
is going to be hot these next couple of months. April through June and maybe July. Because apparently we're supposed to be getting Manny Pacquiao and Keith Thurman in July. That's, 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 that's you know, worried on the street as far as the welterweight division goes. Okay, let's say we get Thurman and Pac in July. Let's say that fight happens. And let's say, you know, apparently... Um, word on the street is that talks are heating up between Errol Spence and Sean Porter for that unification bout. Let's make this happen. Let's make this happen. Simple as this. Spence and Crawford, I mean, excuse me, Spence and Porter fight in September. Pack and Thurman fight in July. Boom. One of those two fight in the first quarter of 2020. And then we can get Terrence Crawford to fight. The winner of that. And then boom. By the second quarter of 2020, the welterweight division should be unified. Eric Lyons just made that happen in under 30 seconds. It should not be hard for PBC, the uh, zone, uh, top rank, whoever else, you know, whoever else got to be involved to make this happen, man. Let's make these fights happen. Please and stop all the capping and let's make these fights happen. As simple as that. As simple as that. Bob Arum, stop capping. De La Hoya, stop capping. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, De La Hoya. Let me tell Golden Boy something. Ryan Garcia, that little guy, you know, it's cute. You know, first of all, the fight you won last week, those those punches, they weren't clean. They weren't clean. You just overwhelmed your opponent. Just overwhelmed your opponent. Then you get on the mic and you call out Floyd. And, I mean, and, and you call out Tank. Tank told you on Twitter it'll just be De La Hoya and Mayweather 3. De La Hoya thought it could beat Floyd. De La Hoya thought that Canelo had the blueprint to beat Floyd. Wrong. Then now you think Ryan Garcia is going to beat Tank. Wrong. Tank going to kill a boy. Tank is going to kill him. He's going to hurt that boy something serious. Please don't put him in the ring with him right now. You would be crazy too. You see, you threw Canelo in the ring with uh, Floyd at 23. But Canelo's a different breed. Canelo's a monster, so Canelo was okay. Canelo ended up being all right after that. Ryan Garcia get in the ring with Tank. Don't see that ending well for him. Might be the end for him at the age of 20. Uh, you call me dramatic, but I'm just saying. And the golden boy, Floyd Vendetta, uh, Mr. De La Hoya, it's sad, it's sick, and you look like a mad ex-girlfriend. You're, you're just a stop. It's nasty. Let it go, buddy. He beat you in the ring. He's beating you outside of the ring. And he still is. We're not really checking for Golden Boy. Mayweather Promotions is really where it's at. They actually do care about their fighters over there. If your name's not Canelo, I'm sorry. But if you're on Golden Boy, you're probably not getting to the bag like that. That's just true. And who is, like, who is Ryan Garcia, really? Who is he? Y'all y'all know this dude, his, his, nickname, his nickname is his Instagram name. He's just an Instagram, uh, he's like really the first IG model like type boxing dude. And he hasn't gotten in the ring with anybody real yet. So if you think you're ready for Javonta Tank Davis, by any means, be my guest. I would love to see it. I would love to see it. That would be the end of you, buddy. That would be the end of you. Mm, bless him. But um, my guy Danny Garcia fights April 20th on Fox. Uh, against Adrian Granados, that should be a good fight for him. Uh, also on April twentieth on ESPN pay per view, but you know we probably won't be watching that unless it's online for the free. Uh, we got the Terrence Crawford fight, him and Amir Khan, 
And like I said, uh, Shakur Stevenson's on the card as well. Then we got April 13th on Showtime, Clarissa uh, Shields versus Christina the uh, Christina Hammer. And then also on that card is Jerron Boots Ennis. Uh, so boxing in April is going to be hot. And then first weekend in May, uh, we got Canelo and Jacobs. It's coming. It's it's coming. And it's coming fast. It's coming fast. It's coming in hot. Um, I'm excited for all the fights this summer. Uh, we got oh also in May. You know Deontay Wilder's fighting in May. Then with Joshua's fighting in June. So listen, man. It, it, it's a good month Good couple of months for boxing I always say this When it gets hot That's when boxing gets hot I say this a lot um, You know Usually that's how it goes Like you know You look at history You know the best fights Are usually May through September May through September Is when you know Boxing peaks in a year I mean you might get Some December classics A couple good ones In November But in my opinion May through September Is when boxing is Peak fights Like everybody loves a good Saturday night after on a summer night, a good fight. Like you know, I remember vividly. You know, whether it was Floyd or like you know Shane or uh, maybe Canelo. Like it was. It's just like everybody. You know, whether it's you know May, May through June. I mean May. Excuse me, May through September. Uh, so you know, boxing is going to be hot this summer, and I'm excited about that. But um, sticking with boxing. Anything else to talk about with boxing? Um, no, <laughs> but there is something to talk about in the UFC. Uh, oh, hold on, no, hold on. I wanna, I wanna get serious for a minute. I wanna talk about a, uh, a little uh UFC. Okay, so this week Conor McGregor posted a video, uh, picture of Habib and his wife. And she had like a garment uh, over her head, and um, he posted the tweet, uh, the pictures. He deleted the tweet, but you know, screenshots live forever. And he was just like, "Your wife, your wife wears a towel, mate." Okay, that's that's not funny to me. I didn't I didn't find the humor in it. Conor McGregor has has been doing. Uh, the race, the race thing for a long time, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. That's one of the reasons that Khabib, uh, Khabib jumped over the octagon, bro. It's one of the reasons he jumped over the fence, and the reason he whooped Conor McGregor, bro. Listen, I'm all for talking uh about your opponent and talking trash and you know hyping a fight, but you're supposed to be retired, I guess, and. You guys aren't even fighting, but you're still talking about this man. And you're talking about his culture, his and and his religion, and his wife at the end of the day. Come on, son. That's 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 beyond crossing the line. I tried to say this, I tried to bring this up uh during the Floyd thing when he was when he told Floyd to dance with him, kept calling Floyd boy, and it was just a lot of racial undertones, and I didn't think that was funny. None of it was funny. And this isn't either. And then, you know, Khabib uh, replied with the, called him a rapist and uh, with the picture of him and a woman grabbing a woman's thigh. Hey, that's fair game. That's public record. Conor McGregor, you know, he's been uh, accused of that. And, you know, that's one of the reasons I feel like he, quote unquote, retired. But, you know, that didn't last long. It's just a line that you don't cross. And that's one of them. 
and I'm tired of seeing it. I don't I don't think it's cool. Uh, and I think you know more people need to start talking about this. How how can you support somebody like that? I don't I don't get it. And I, I I'm at fault too. I'm at fault too. I'll I'll, I'll hold myself accountable. Um, you know, I, I I I guess I would consider myself to be somebody who enjoys, you know, McGregor and Octagon, and you know, but that right there, no, I can't I can't get with that. I can't go with that. I unfollowed him uh, on Instagram after that one. That that he lost me with that one. Definitely lost me with that one. Yeah, I didn't I didn't appreciate it at all. Didn't think it was funny. Didn't think it was cool. And you know, but hey, man, that's 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 what these guys. That's what um. That's what that's how it goes, man. That's how it goes. But I will say this. I just, I, I really just, I respect Khabib, you know, for, you know, holding his own, holding his own, for one, and holding his composure, because I know I'd be pissed if some jack, man, listen, man, I, I just don't like that behavior, I don't like that behavior at all, and um, I wish there was some repercussions, but will be some repercussions behind this, but there won't be, there won't be, you know there won't be, at all, but yeah, just this distasteful, Disrespectful I don't like it at all Okay so Russ dropped 2020 and 21 First 2020-20 game Since Wilp did it in 68 Uh, That was a great tribute to Nip Man 60 points wasn't enough But 2020-20 was I wish I would have watched that But I'm glad you know I saw the highlights and everything Great, great performance from Russ Say what you want about him man He hoops He hoops Say what you want. He hoops. He's a hooper, man. He's a hooper. Uh, Steph Curry, they they can't got this man some contacts. So apparently this man been shooting with uh blurry vision. So now he can see clearly now, and and we're all in trouble. I guess we're all in trouble. I guess we're all in trouble. Um, WWE fans, uh, tonight we got NXT Takeover. It's gonna be a great show. I love Takeover. Um, I love the NXT. That's gonna be great. And then Sunday, man, we got Mania. Mania Sunday, let's go Kofi Mania, let's go Becky, let's go, uh, I, I'm excited for all of it, you know, Triple H, Batista, we got Kofi and Daniel, we got the Triple Threat main event, um, what else we got, uh, the tag team title matches, both of them, uh, it's going to be good, man, I'm excited, uh, you know, I hope it's a good Mania, you know, I hope we get to see Undertaker, maybe, I'm excited to see about Elias, uh, you seen him, maybe, uh, who knows what's going to happen, Y'all know how that go. I'm excited about that though. Absolutely excited about that. Um, what else do I have to talk about? Oh, my guy Stephen A. Smith, highest paid ESPN personality ever. Now I was reading something. You know, Stephen A. Smith is about this is a tweet. Stephen A. Smith is about to become the highest paid talent in ESPN history. Out of college, work f- for free. 7 a.m. to 12 a.m. Lived off tuna and Kool-Aid. Published 500 clips before 15K job. $15,000 job. Now $10 million, uh, in sa- yearly salary. Best entertainment uh, entertainer in sports media. I had a couple of people send me that tweet. And, you know, you know, uh, you know, in relation to me and my... You know what I'm doing with this, and you know, and everything else, and I, I appreciate that a lot. You know, that's 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 where I aspire to be, man. That that great, that great. 
to bet on yourself and end up rolling dice and becoming a millionaire. And just being good at what you do and doing what you love. You know, that's that's really why I love Stephen A, man. He he loves the job. They work that man like like crazy. And he's always there, always shows up, and I appreciate him a lot. You know, I I, I love Stephen A. Smith. And um, he said this. He said, for the Jay-Z's, LeBron, Shaq's, and others, I don't consider them the American dream. I consider me the American dream. They're the American fantasy. You got a one in a billion shot, if not more, to be them. But you can be Stephen A. I felt that. I felt that a lot. I felt that a lot. I, I've I've never wanted to be a pro baller or a rapper, a big rapper, or you know any big, you know big crazy aspirations. This this is always what I've wanted to do since I was a kid. This is this is where I wanted to make my money behind the desk on television. You know, whether it be ESPN, Fox, CBS, whoever will take me. I say this all the time, man. This is this is my thing here. And, and you know, I, I appreciated that. You know, I'm happy for Stephen A. And I would like to just say, ESPN, I see y'all gave him 10. I'll be expecting 15. I'll be expecting 15. Simple as that. Um, hey, man, thank you guys for uh, tuning in uh, once again. Holding it down. Uh, follow the Twitter page at Electrified Pod. Follow the Instagram at Electrified Pod. Continue to show your support. Hey, also, also, when you read, like, if you repost something, like, if you post a snap of you listening to this, or like, you know, you repost the tag, tag me because I always don't see that. Like, I do not see that sometimes. Make sure you tag me, man, so I can see. You know, I can give you, you know, give you, you know, thank you for listening or whatever, man. That, that, I, you know, I caught a couple of that, uh, a couple of those yesterday. And I, you know, I, I want to say thank you to everybody. I would love to say thank you to everybody who listened, man, because I appreciate it. I really do. And, um, you know, for those who consistently listen, who've been holding me down, man, I appreciate you guys so much. I appreciate the love and support. Continue to do that, man. I'll continue to provide great content for you all. Uh, so, you know, blessings to everybody, man. Be safe, be safe. It's 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 so much going on out in this world right now. It's so much going on out in this world, and you know lives have been taken everywhere. Things are happening, man. Crazy things are happening, and and I just want you to value your friends, your loved ones, and you know don't 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 wait till your friends are off this earth to say that you love them. I would I I, I don't like that, man. Telling your friends you love them in their comments when they're gone, that's not it. That's not where you do it. You tell them while they're here, man. Give give your friends their flowers while they're here, all right? Family, too. Family, too. Don't care how annoying they are, how, how much they get on your nerves, man. Let your family and friends know that you appreciate them while they're still here. Because a lot of people don't have what, you know, most of us have, you know? So, so I appreciate them while they're here. And um, I appreciate my friends, you know who you are, my closest to my associates. I appreciate all of you. Much love to you all. Um, yeah, man, just, 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 you know, just keep, keep everybody lifted. It's too much negativity going on in this world to add more to it. So try to be as positive as you can. Go out every day 
and, and, and you know, love somebody, man. Try to make somebody smile. Because you never know what could be your last or their last. You could be here today, gone tomorrow. So live each day like it's your last. You feel me? That's that's corny, but it's the truth, man. Because you never know. You never know. Um, Damn, that got deep. That got deep. That got deep. But, hey, man, we, hey, this is the times we live in. We got to. So I, you know, I don't want, you know, this is not that that type of show, but hey, man, the, the way the world is, it, it got to be sometimes. So I appreciate you guys, love you guys, man. And with that being said, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified. <laughs>